0: For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bull here and joining me today, I'm excited for this one. We got Grant Cardone uh, dancing in the background here. Uh, If you don't know Grant, he's the author, uh, New York Times bestselling author of five books among the top 10 social media influencers. He owns and operates four companies. He's the creator of the top sales training company in the world with the most visited online sales training university on earth. And he's also worked with the US Pentagon, Salesforce.com, LinkedIn, Google, Morgan Stanley, you name it. I'm really excited. To get him on here and talk about books and using books to grow your company. Let's welcome Grant Cardone. How you doing?
1: Man, Chandler, that was the best freaking intro I've ever heard in my life. You had me sitting over here just praising on myself, buddy. <laughs> well, you've got, he- you've got one heck of a backdrop over there, so this should make for a good interview. What, what do you mean? That's my window, bro. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the view. Awesome. Well, let, I, I want to start by going back to you know, you, you, you've got this rock and sales training company. Um, you've got four different companies. You've got the real estate acquisitions branch. All these things happening. Why books and especially why your first book? Why did you decide to write the first book?
1: Well, it's a great question. I've been wanting to write a book since I was probably six or seven years old. My dad loved calligraphy, and I remember my dad writing. He dad, died when I was 10. So I don't know if it was something I kind of adopted from him, seeing his love for writing. You know, that's back when you had ink pens. And then the only class uh the only class that I ever enjoyed in all of high school was a typing class from Miss Gardner. She was quite hot, I must say <laughs> that's the only reason I signed up for the class because she was hot, and I think she liked me even though I was only like fifteen years old. I think she had a she wanted me and, and so so you know like uh I've been wanting to write a book since I was eight years old and didn't write one until I was fifty one I wrote a bunch of training programs and Uh, that that I never thought about putting into books, but I probably should have. I sold hundreds of thousands of workbooks and things that I would teach from the podium. My my first business was uh, doing an eight-hour to a 10-hour presentation on how sales was changing. And I wrote a workbook, and I would deliver out of that workbook. But it wasn't until I was 51 that I wrote my first book. It's called Sell or Be Sold. It took me three hours to write it. Uh, I, I pitched it to two publishing companies. They wouldn't touch it, so I published myself. It's in the top one percent of all self-published books. It, it's never even been in a bookstore. You can't find it at Barnes and Nobles or or any of the the, the bookstores that went out of business. And I'm still <laughs> so. Um, yes yeah, let's, let's,
0: let's let's talk I, about that. How how did you do it in three hours? That's impressive,
1: dude. I, I you know I I think it was a lifetime of of information that was waiting to come out. I walked in. The Lehman had just collapsed. Uh, so I knew the world had changed. And I'm like, man, I got to get known now. I can't depend on my hand, my little tiny audience. Uh, I knew at that moment that, that the world had become a salesperson. So I it didn't matter. In 2009, whatever you were doing at that moment, if you wanted money the next week, if you wanted real money, you'd have to be a salesperson. You wouldn't be an executive. You wouldn't be a on a board. Investing was over. You had to know know how to go sell a product without credit, by the way, because all the credit froze up. And so I wrote this book. It was great timing. Um, It actually sold, this was 2009. It sold more copies last year than it did the first year, and it did really good the first year. Um, And um, how did I do it in three hours? I don't know. I do know what I did when I finished it, though. What's that? I had sex with my wife.
0: (laughs) So what? what Why did you pass
1: over that question, dude? That's a great question, man.
0: I, I'm not gonna ask a follow up question on that, actually. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. But so take us take us a little bit through the process of of doing the book i mean you did it in three hours then yeah. you got it, you published it yourself like what did that whole process look like maybe some lessons learned and mistakes made I on it it was very very simple you know i wrote the
1: book i wrote the chapters out i'm like hey what are the main topics seller be sold that's going to be the title you either you're either going to do the selling now or you're going to be sold to you're either the buyer or the seller 2009 who do you want to be you want to be the seller not the buyer So you want to get money? There's no more refinancing your house. There's no more uh, just tapping another credit card. All that stopped. So like you want to grow a business now, you got to go get money. You got to learn how to get money. So I broke it down into chapters. I just sat down. Bing, 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 bing. I didn't overthink it. Um, I did a slight edit. Uh, We put a cover on it, and I went to the marketplace and sold it. And, and, uh, you know, I had people call me up, man, this book is awesome. I'm talking about don't going door to door selling the book, you know, they were, you were calling on company. It was hard back going into companies. I got a book here. I just wrote seller be sold. I want to, I want to present it to your, your staff, which had been depleted. Their staff was only half of what it used to be. So if they had 50 people now I was talking to 25, I do a free presentation, sell 25 books, try to sell 200 went door to door, dude hardcore, okay? Nobody does that, man. See, this is yep. what authors do. Authors, you guys fail. You fail because you put too much emphasis on the writing and not enough on the selling. So we I sold, I don't know, that first year I sold 30 or 40,000 books. Okay? M- more books than 99.9% of all books will ever sell. More books mm-hmm. than they sell Toyota Camrys. And, and, and so uh, people will call me up, uh, man, you've got all these gr- grammatical errors and misspelled words. I'm like, dude, I wrote it in three hours. Come on, man. But you've got misspelled words, it's a bestseller. It ain't a best written. <laughs> so the point of that is, okay, by the way, I, ha- I paid a professional editor, okay? I think, I don't know, 25 grand to edit the book. That was stupid. It was a waste of money. I shouldn't have done it. I would never do that again. Because I would, if you have good, unbelievable content, right? If you have great content, get it to the market. It doesn't need to be perfect. By the way, it's not going to be anyway. I, I, I hired three editors before that book was ever without any typos. The point is to get your work out into the marketplace. T- finish your book. It's never going to be finished, by the way. When you finish a book, Chandler, okay, when the guy says, okay, that's it, the last chapter, you keep cooking. The author, it's like a meal. When you take the chicken or the steak out of the uh, uh, oven, I'm done cooking. Yeah, but the chicken ain't. That's why people overcook their food because they don't understand. For the next eight minutes, the chicken keeps cooking. You took it out when it was medium rare on the steak, but by the time you put it on a plate, it's well done because it kept cooking. So does the author of the book. And that's where the second book came from, and that's where the third book came from, and that's where the fourth book and the fifth book. Books generate, if you're writing real authentic stuff and not copying and plagiarizing, like really writing something current, um, like most really good authors do, then then they're going to do two things. Books will continue to cook, and number two, they sell books. They don't have the publishing company sell the book. The bookstore will not sell the book. The best books are not in bookstores. They're with an author somewhere. Uh, Barnes & Noble's does not matter. You, you go to Barnes & Noble, you can't find my book there. They won't hmm. carry self-published books.
0: But you still sold 30,000 40,000 copies. So let's, let's talk about that. You, know, you, you talked about a lot of the... Sold doors. Five that? years
1: later, we sold that many last month of the same book. It took four years before the book was awarded anything. So sometimes it's just about timing, okay. But look, if nobody reads it, and it gets an award, it doesn't matter. You you got to get your the big challenges with books today is number one getting somebody to read a book. Uh, the five percent of uh, of the population reads ninety five percent of all books. That, that 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 that's like wow, okay. Uh, one uh, Half those books, half of the not, the books that are read are, are romance novels. So if you're not in the romance space, like you, you almost don't even have a shot. I'm doing business. I'm doing business books, right? How to make money books. And and so there's a lot of people in the space. Now, the other problem is 40% of the population in America is illiterate. They can't read. The 60% that can read, half of them don't like to read. So you got to figure out, man, How you, 87% of all books are not finished, including my books. Now, that's a problem. If Chandler buys a book for me, okay, or let's say you bought 10 books in the past and you only finished one of them, and that was years ago, and you see Seller Be Sold or the 10X Rule in a bookstore, and you're like, man, I heard about that book. I heard about that guy. I heard him on Chandler. Bull- Chandler was doing an interview with him. I think I'm going to get it. And then all of a sudden, you know what you're reminded of? Dude, I got 8.3 books I hadn't finished yet. So that new book that could be a good book for you is a reminder of all the books you haven't read. And the reason I bring that up is that's a problem for me as an author because you won't buy my book because you remember all the other books you didn't finish. So you you got to really help people. When you write a book today, I wouldn't think about a book. I would think about a book, an audio program, a video program. So like we have, we have books, we have my book in a quick read. It's a quick read. Can you give me a, a, a copy of the quick read? For people that don't like to read, we gave them 17 chapters that have video embedded in the chapter of the book. So this is Sell or Be Sold and, and the hardback, please. Uh, I'll show you the hardback. But let's say a guy doesn't want to read. This is what we sold door to door, right? I'd sign them, mm-hmm. autograph them, sell 25 at a time. Then we created this other book like this. It's a pamphlet book. And it's got a QR code in it. And this gives you, you click on this with your phone with a QR reader. And I pop up in video and said, well, in this chapter, this is what I sell. Guess what? This book, okay, ends up selling the whole book. Right? So the trick in writing a book is to quit worrying about the writing and start
0: thinking about the selling
1: and the marketing.
0: That's great. And I I love that idea for for the quick read. What are the channels that you use to sell the quick read? And then also, what are the channels? I mean, you were doing a lot of door-to-door and and one-to-one or one-to-many sales. How are you selling the book now?
1: Well, this was before social media hit critical mass. You know, like in 2000, I guess 2012, probably, I'm just guessing. Somewhere in 10, 11, 12, I mean, social media just exploded. And it will continue to do that. So we didn't have streams just six months ago. Today, I did a Facebook stream, for instance. Um, I'll just give you the exact number so I'm not exaggerating. Facebook stream was done at 12 p.m. today and it had, listen to this number, dude. 1,088,000 people reached. Okay. Um, Fox Business won't reach that many people all day today. So now, now, I don't think about where I'm going to sell this different than this, okay? Uh, If I'm talking to an audience, I'm probably going to show them all the alternatives because I don't know who likes video, who wants to read, who's illiterate, okay? People are not going to tell you they're illiterate. Hell, they don't even know. How could an illiterate person know they're illiterate? They can't read. They don't even know what illiterate means, we, it's 40%. If I go to, if I go to inner city Baltimore, I have no chance of selling this book, dude. When, when, when the fires broke out in Baltimore nine months ago, we sent a thousand of these there. Why would I send them a book? They can't read, man. It is what it is. It's not a bad thing. I know people getting out of college that can't read. So that's what illiterate means. I can't finish a book. I don't really know what the words mean. Okay. It, it, because I don't look the words up. I don't know. So, but, but video, there's nothing to misunderstand. I explained it in the video, a little short video. People are like, I dig that. There's more video. I use Snapchat. I sell my books on Snapchat. I'm 58 years old, man. I have probably one of the top five Snapchat channels in the world. I've only been on Snapchat five weeks. I, I, I don't even really know what I'm doing, I just do it. And and so when I'm doing the Snapchat or YouTube or video or this studio, we use this studio to disseminate, to give free content to people. I do a show every day of the week, free. But while I have my audience, okay, I'm able to like, I'm able to build trust. Oh, I like that guy or I don't like him. Maybe you need to not like me first. It doesn't matter to me. I need you to know me. I don't care if you like me. Or you don't like me. Right now, I think that's the same thing. I don't care if you like me or don't like me or like, whatever. It doesn't matter to me, okay? What matters to me is you end up buying my products at some point in the future and you benefit from them. That's the only thing that matters to me. So to me, whether it's audio you need to listen to, like we have hundreds of thousands of cars in America right now listening to one of my programs in their car. We have probably a half a million people have downloaded a program on their phone. Uh, you know, these are monster numbers, right? Will they result in a book sale one day? Maybe. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't even matter to me. How do you want content delivered to you? Now, why would I do all this back to your first question when I have $400 million worth of real estate? I mean, that's the real question that we need to get down to because I want to help people, man. Because I know my content helps people. And I know you can't get this at Carnell and you can't get it at Harvard and you can't get to MIT. I went to a great school. They don't teach what I teach.
0: What are the sales? like when Because a lot of people think, like you said, no one does it, which is right. And so They think of selling a book like selling one-to-one or one-to-25 people or going door-to-door. And they think of that as just impossible. What would be your advice to them? Or, or how would you break if that you down? Don't
1: write really a book theory? then. If it's impossible, you don't, don't write a book. Don't even waste your time, man. You guys, you guys that want to write a movie, you guys that want to write a script, you guys that are geniuses and brilliant, dude, you're gonna lose to the guys that do stuff. The thinker loses to the doer. Okay? The, the people that wrote wrote me and said, Man, you got you got run on sentences. Have you ever written a book, son? No. Well, good. Good. I got run-on sentences in my book. I got grammar issues in my book, boy. (laughs) In my book, I put commas wherever the hell I want, okay? I put some semicolons where there should be a colon. I put apostrophes where there should be quotes. It's my book, bitch. You ain't got a book. Oh, I forgot. You ain't got a book. (laughs) Do we live in a new world now, Chandler? You can get away with so much today. You know, Snapchat, Snapchat's a 10-second video. Who would have thought, right? Uh, uh, Who would have thought that somebody on Snapchat would give me their username and password and let me take over their Snapchat? Who would think Twitter is 140 characters? Oh, by the way, nobody uses all 140 characters anymore. And by the way, nobody looks at Twitter anymore unless it's got an image in it. Who would think that somebody would look at Instagram and they don't even want words, bro. They just want a picture. You see the world has changed. You can get away with so much. All the old rules about how to run a political campaign to how to write a book have changed. And it's a great time. It's an unbelievable time. But you got to get out of you got to get like like you got to lose your mind now. I tell people all the time, lose your mind. It is the thing that is keeping you a prisoner in your own jail. Lose
0: this and you're gonna be good. Now, what what were some things you did differently from the first book, which was self-published to then later going on to hit New York Times bestseller list? Were there things differently that you did to sell and market the book? You know, I mean not really,
1: dude. The publishers get involved, they slow everything down. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's they just give me some money up front. But 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 you know. You know, I can, you know, you know, what do I do different? I mean, I mean, they have helped some, you know, but I did why well, I did two books with Wiley. But they're conservative, man. I mean, if Wiley was on the phone right now, I'm like, you guys are dead. You're going to die. Uh, I, I had this conversation with entrepreneur.com. I love entrepreneur.com. They, they have they have a uh, the, this this has a correlation, by the way. So you think I'm jumping around? I'm really not. But. I had this conversation with entrepreneur.com right now, which they, they have, I don't know, 14 million users, you know, logged in people. They have more than I have. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna kill you. Okay. We need to join forces or I'm gonna kill you. You don't want to compete with me. So if you, if you actually, if you do analytics, a Google trend of one person, Grant Cardone, that's only been online five or six years and entrepreneur.com that's got a much bigger database. Okay. A lot of contributors, a lot of Mark Cuban writes there. I mean, all these big names, right? Dude, my Google analytic trend crosses over entrepreneur, okay? Their, their, theirs is going like this and mine's going straight up. I mean, if you go, if you go look up Google Analytics trends, put in my name and entrepreneur.com, you're going to be like, dude, that's freaking impressive. So, so the point of that is this, okay? How do I sell the new books? The publishing companies aren't going to do it for you, okay? I promise you. It's your audience that's going to do it. It's a, a network marketing company that's going to grab the 10X rule and say, hey, you must, if you're going to be on my team, you need to be on this program. Okay? This, this book has become like, this is the fourth of five books. The first was a sales book, Seller Be Sold. Then there was a book on negotiating and closing. That was natural. It, was, it made sense. Okay, I got to go from sales then to closing. The third book was If You're Not First, You're Last. I can't even show you a copy of it because Wiley won't print enough to keep them in stock. Stupid, man. Stupid. Stupid. Okay. Uh, um, and, and, and If You're Not First, You're Last was the third, a follow-up because it was like, oh, what if I don't have a pipeline? I don't have anybody to sell. Don't have anybody to close. How do I fill up my pipeline? I wrote these books to solve my problems. If, if if I can solve my problems and take my game to another level, I can help other people, right? The fourth book was called the Ten X Rule. Okay, how can I go from being worth ten million to a hundred million? That's not the book I'm writing right now. I wrote that book. I did it. How do I go from being how do I go from being on TV once a month to every day? How do I get how do I go from uh, uh, you know a million people knowing me to ten million people knowing me? That's what I wrote about in this book. This book was written for me. It was a recipe to explode my business, okay? Not 10X, by the way. 10X stands for 100. It's a multiplier of 100. How do I blow up now? And and this book has become literally, like this book is a movement now. I mean, people are freaks. This this book created like fanatics that had nothing to do with the first two books. These, These book readers now are starting to go back and cycle through the other books. Oh God, I've got to learn how to sell, man. But these books, these people are freaks. I'm telling you, we like network marketing, we get an order for 4,000 books. I'm like, where'd that come from? Okay, well, network marketing team's got 4,000 people. He buys 4,000 books. He wants everybody on. He will not even talk to his people until they're on the 10X. Because this book is about losing your mind, right? And thinking different. The book writer must think different today.
0: Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. Now, you're a pretty disciplined, you know, so I just finished, I just finished reading the 10X rule this past weekend, and in it, it was, it was striking to me how similar our upbringings are, right? Uh Southern, hard-nosed parents, uh, you know, really teaching your work ethic and all those things growing up. And so obviously, you're a pretty disciplined guy, very hard-nosed to the point, things like that. Just so everybody knows, I was
1: a drug addict from the age of 16 to 25. I was using drugs every day. So there's not a lot of discipline there. (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm literally using hard drugs every day started with weed 16 at 24 years old. I was using using street drugs every day, every hour of every day of every week that I was awake. Awful. I'll tell you what was worse than the drugs. Okay, I hated myself every second of every minute of every day. Every day just got worse. So when I was 25, I cleaned up, right? It would be another 26 years before I write a book. That's the damage that kind of decision makes. So remember, I wanted to write a book since I was eight, man. I always thought I would write a book. I always thought. I knew when I was a a little kid, man, probably before I could write. I didn't even understand the English language yet, and I wanted to write a book. I I think authors, I think people have some need to tell a story. You know, now the question is whether you're going to be disciplined enough to write the book or you're going to give yourself a bunch of excuses. I okay, got writer's block. You don't need to worry about writer's block. You don't need to worry about the writing. You need to worry about the selling, because if
0: nobody sells, if, if you don't sell it, well, what does it matter? How do you overcome that? And then how do you become so disciplined and then use that discipline to, to not only write one book, but multiple books and then have them be so successful?
1: Dude, I I, I want to be successful. I mean, I I write about this in 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 uh in, I think I wrote about this in the ten x rule. Um, dude, success is your duty, man. It's your duty, okay? Like I like two thousand nine scared me. It terrified me. i I had a couple businesses that were very successful, and I had some money. I'd done better than my dad did. You know, people admired me. Oh my God! I was speaking all over the country, a couple hundred times a year to audiences, and then all of a sudden, I had some real estate. I had I had a few properties. Um, In 2009, happened, dude, and I got almost got wiped out. And and it's not that I was doing anything bad; it's that it got so bad, right? Millions of people were affected that had nothing to do with what what happened there. And um, the bank that I owed a bunch of money to went under. Well, when your bank goes under, the new bank comes in and says, "We need the money, man. We didn't make a deal with you." I'm like, "Bro, I ain't got. I mean, come on, man. There's no money, right? The system was freaking it was a vacuum." So, so it scared me so bad that I went to my wife and I said, "I will never ever put us in this position again." And that's when I got really disciplined at the age of 51 years old. I said, "Dude, in the last really it's been the last 7 years, 6 or 7 years, I'm a freaking maniac. I'm a dangerous 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 man." I'm ruthless. I'm a killer. I'm a ninja, but I don't dress in black. I'm out in the open every day with my
0: sword ready to go. So was it just that, or, or what else changed that that's made yeah. that stick?
1: That, 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 well, I do a lot of self-improvement, man. I mean, I handle myself, you know. I spend more time on my self-improvement than, than you pick the top 10 speakers in, on the planet. They spend more time on stage than they ever spend on themselves, and I don't do that. I spend more time on myself. I'm an animal. I'm just starting my career. I mean, this this thing's going to be unbelievable. It's going to last a long time after me because I spend a lot of time on me. Okay. As long as I continue to improve my self-worth and my sense of self and my belief in self and my rightness, I'm going to improve my network. I'm going to improve my net worth, but I got to improve me. And too many guys are doing the writing books and standing on stage and they're wasting themselves out on the road. Do what? There's no self improvement. It's just a I did it. I did it. I'm talking from firsthand experience. I did that for too many years, and I'll never do it again. So that's what makes it stick. What makes it stick is that I'm still taking care of me, right? So I can I can actually start taking care of other people.
0: Awesome. Now let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the back end. Obviously, these books. Um, they're the best way for you to start talking to someone, but then you can continue the conversation with your products and services on the back end. So, how do you go from those books uh, to to the back end, to the sales trainings, to all of the other things that you offer?
1: Well, I, I think I think the answer to the question of how do you how do you work a back end and how do you have other offers is the problem with most most people that are out the experts, right? Are the are the book authors. you you need other products than books? Again, this is what I was saying earlier about why would you sell a book to people that don't want to read? But you got good material. Deliver it to me the way I want to be delivered. This is the on-demand world, the Netflix world we live in today. This is why TVs are getting destroyed. You know, TVs are getting destroyed. I mean, the only thing saving TV right now is Donald Trump. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton killing each other on TV will save TV this year. But it's gone next year. Because Netflix, see, Netflix has got to confront this right now. Oh my God, what happens if we have these kind of, if 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 the news, the media, if the crisis, the only thing that's going to keep TV alive is this reality in the moment, right? Because I ain't watching House of Cards right now, bro. I'm watching Donald. I can't wait to get home. What did he do today? Right. And, and you can see a whole bunch of people that hate him are doing that. People that like him are doing that. So, so the point of that is why would, you, why would you think about a book? Think about an idea. How do I get an idea to, to people? Do you care that they didn't have to read words off a page, but they could hear it? See, like I won't let anybody read my books. Okay, it's in my contract on our publishing deals. No one can read my books. We have people, this is what they told me, we have people that have won awards. I don't care if they've won awards. What's that got to do with this? Okay. I want people to hear my voice on my book. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to read the book. You know, I'm going to freak out on the book. So I'm I'm answering your question here. How do I create other products? You have to have, you, you can't have a grocery store with one product in it. You can't have a hamburger stand with hamburgers. Dude, I gotta offer French fries and milkshakes, or I have no business. Right? If I come to your store and I see one book, dude, I don't believe you, man. You don't even look good. You look like an experiment. So even if if you go to my store right now, you're gonna see, you're gonna see four dollar, you're gonna see four dollar ebooks like I do an ebook on this book. I can sell, I can sell a thousand of these today by the end of the day of an ebook, I could give a thousand, I could give 10,000 away. I could do a webinar on this book. I'm going to do a webinar and be the number one. The I'm going to break the world book of Guinness doing a webinar on this book. I'm going to do it in three months. I just, I just, I, I just gave you a challenge. Okay. And, and so like, I'll start reading this book since I first writing uh, my first book, Sell, Sell to Survive, which by the way was self-published I've written three other books, okay? Well, I wouldn't read it like this. I, I, w- I would start freaking out in the book. Before this chapter's over, dude, this is gonna be like, because I wrote this in 2009, it's 2016 now. I have seven years to add to that thing, man, now that, that I didn't know then, right? So the book continues to cook, so that's a product. So that when people go to your store, they should see the book, they should see the audio program, they should see the expansion. So back to this, you need products to be legitimate. Not just a book. A book is a calling card, legitimacy, the depth of your products. If you have a problem with being a merchant, a salesperson, a marketer, a promoter, well, dude, that's your problem, and you're going to die, and your book is going to die because you refuse to market, sell, promote. Um, who, who who told me the other day? Um, huge audience. God's got. Oh, uh, um, John Taffer. You know the name, John Taffer? No, I actually don't. Bar Rescue, Spike TV, 90 million viewers a week. One of the most viewed TV shows on TV, okay? Unbelievable. Just audiences, you know. He goes into bars, fixes a bar, yells at people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, I looked at your online presence. Ain't nobody sells the way you do. I said, what do you mean, John? He's like, all day. Buy my book, buy my ebook. buy my MP3, buy my dot. buy buy it. I said, yeah, well, what's the problem, John? He's like, man, it takes a lot of guts to do that, man. I said, I got great products, John. If I got great products, I'm going to tell everybody, okay? Now, if you don't have good products, maybe you shouldn't tell anybody. Or the biggest problem for people is not that they don't market and promote. They don't have any products. And then they say, I don't like to market and promote. You ain't got nothing to promote. You need something to market and promote, and you need a lot of products. So start building your product out based on that book, okay? You're writing a book. When I'm, I'm writing a book right now called Obsessed. It comes out in September. Dude, I did a stream on Obsessed one night. Hey, what would you like to hear in Obsessed? What chapters? What words? What do you think? The, the, the name of the book, Be Obsessed or Be Average, came from the stream. It didn't come from me. My audience said, oh my God, man, you should call it this. I had 27 things. I wrote them all down. This is what it should be called. Boom. All that became, you see what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, am I selling the book right then? Sure I am. I'm building an audience. Okay, I'm building an audience right there. The other thing I would say about when, when you're getting me to think about this book thing. I should actually do some stuff on selling books. But but um uh, when you write a book, think about the audience. Who Write the book to sell the book. Don't write the book to read the book. Write it to sell it. I, I use this term in my office all the time, build to sell. Build, build to sell, don't build to use. So in a book world, that would mean build to sell, don't build to read. So I would look at, oh, what's an audience, man? I'm going to write another book, okay? I'm going to write another. What's, a, what's an audience, okay? Oh, man, here's a big audience. Everybody that left college and it didn't work for them. Yeah. There you go. And, oh, by the way, how big's that audience? I mean, it's freaking huge. Huge. Right? Now, watch. That, 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 that book would lead to my online Cardon university sales training program. 17 million users. Hey, college didn't work for you. Let me tell you why. And I would make it all right. So I could go to people and tell, let me tell you why college didn't work for you, okay? Okay, and let me tell you what you can do about it. And by the way, maybe so, so I'm, building a, I'm building a book to sell something, okay? Here's another big one. Why the middle class failed you, right? It's a monster audience. Millennials, here's another one. Hey, man, I, a millionaire mentor, uh, uh, not a millionaire, millennial mentor, so, Because it's a big 80 million audience. Now, you need a brand to do that. To pull that off, you need a brand. You need some self-confidence. Just like you would any book, though. Even if it's a fantasy book or sci-fi or a mystery book or fiction, nonfiction, it doesn't matter, right? It's like You need to tell people, hey, man, how, how are you going to sell this book? Because that's what the publisher is going to ask. Oh, and by the way, the publisher ain't going to sell one book for you. Let's be sure our sales team is all excited. Dude, They ain't selling nothing. Okay, you're going to do the selling. If you're not going to do the selling, the book's not going to get sold. The other thing you might want to think about, also in addition to build to sell, is is build to market. Okay, write to market. Why would Fox want to have me on this show? Okay, if you wrote a, if you wrote a book about Al Qaeda, taking on ISIS, ISIL, you can get on Fox right now. Right. Um, so you need to write a book that Fox or CNBC or Today show or Steve Harvey would want to have you on his show and say, dude.
0: Got it. What's, so what, what's the path that people go to say, I, say I check out your book. Yeah. I love it. And, and I want more, I want more of some grant Cardon. on. I, I want to take the next step. What's that process look like from going from book to going into your other products?
1: Yeah, well we're not great at that, man. I mean, I just kind of mass, I I kind of vomit on the public. I'm trying to figure out how to more, you know, you know, kind of straight line shoot people. But uh I got Frank Kearns coming to my office next uh two weeks from now. And we're gonna be looking at infusion sauce and and how to how to how to do a better job. Mm-hmm. But right now, I mean, frankly, you know, I just throw up all in the streets. I mean, and 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 until I figure out how to like you know, be a little more precise, dude. I'm gonna just puke. Okay, I'm basically a cluster bomber. Uh, I, I I carpet bomb planet Earth.
0: <laughs> nobody, I, I notice you've got some good retargeting set up though, because I nobody, checked out.
1: It, nobody it. gets killed. Nobody gets hurt. I carpet, and then and then we do some retargeting. We do a little retargeting. I spend I spend money. I spend. Look, I don't care what it takes. Spend the money. Now, now, this goes back now. You brought it up, Chandler, but this goes back to you got to lose your mind, okay? See, most people that write books are basically people that came from the middle class. You don't have any money. You've never made any money. Uh, most people that write books don't even want to make money off the book. I mean, the whole thing's twisted, right? It's like, I don't want to make any money off my book. Really? Okay, well, good for you. Okay, I'd like to actually make some money because I'd like to take that money and remarket the book again. Retargeting costs money. Okay. People are not going to buy from you the first time they hear about it. We're dropping an ad on CNBC right now. Okay. I'm about to take an ad from six grand a week to 25,000 a week. And I told my office, I said, I don't care what we spend. If I got to spend 200 grand a week, dude. It don't matter. I am going to own radio. Why? Hey, driving down the road. Tired of missing sales? Are you sick and tired? Right? I got to hit that message first. Hey, man, I'm tired. I'm tired of missing sales. Then they're going to go. What are they going to do today? They're not going to go to my website, my landing page. They're not going to go get my free ebook. They're not going to do anything the first time. Next day, tired of missing sales? Grant Cardone, the number one sales trainer on planet Earth. Okay, you don't believe it? Google me because that's where they're going today. Once I finally get somebody's attention and make them believe they know me, they're going to go Google me. That's what they're going to go to first. They're not going to my landing page first. A smart person, a highly qualified buyer, the buyer I want wouldn't go to a landing page for something free first. The more qualified they are, the more likely they are to say, let me Google this dude first and be sure he's real. They're going to Google Grant Cardone. They're going to see 35 pages of nothing but content. Just like, dude, this guy is real deal. Then they're gonna to go to my landing page, right? Hopefully they're gonna get my ebook. What's gonna happen with that ebook? Most people they're gonna be like, yeah, I want that. They're gonna download it. They're gonna download the ebook. Maybe a third of the people that download my ebook even open it. You understand? That's the problem, man. So now I gotta retarget the guy and remind him and remind him again. The woman I'm married to wouldn't go out with me for for, for 13 months. She's had two babies with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you just can't quit on the target. So, just because I was in Dallas, Texas, walking through the, we're walking through the airport when I was still flying commercial. So, <laughs> I can be so arrogant. You know why I do those little things? To get people's attention, man. Pay attention, man. I don't care if you like me or hate me, it don't matter. Just know me. Like, you gotta, like, I'm doing that to, to, to set hooks in people. You gotta get to know this guy. I'm walking through an airport in Dallas. This book was in an airport bookstore. Just so everybody knows, all that space is bought. You, the author, if you go by and you see sell or be sold, I bought that window. That's why you see that book. By the way, you can't find sell or be sold in an airport on the shelf. It's not there to sell. It's there to be in the window. Okay, I don't need the money from the book, dude. I need you to see the book. I'll be sold. Because this is what I believe. The guy in an airport is interested in getting to his next plane. He's not interested in a book. The chance of him going in the bookstore and buying a book and me being on the shelf with a bunch of other garbage, because frankly, most books are garbage. I just happen to get a lot of value out of garbage. I can get one thing out of a garbage pile. One thing. I, I've learned from the titles of books. So I'm walking by, a guy's at the bookstore uh, he's like, "Hey man, I want that seller to be sold in the window, right?" The guy goes over, pulls one out of the window, gives it to him. The guy does this. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I walked up to him. He's looking at the back cover. Why is he looking at it? How, how much? Is I said, "Dude, oh. you ain't buying it because it's twenty five dollars. You're buying it because it's worth millions." I walked up to him. I said, "This book is worth millions to you. Just chapter sixteen alone will change your sales team's attitude." How many how many salespeople do you have? Thirty. Good. Hey, do you have 30 books, man? You got 30 in the window? Yeah, we got we got 28. Get them all. He starts undoing the 20. I said, I'll sign them all for you. We went from one book sale to 28, okay? That's how you sell books, dude. <laughs> now, now, then, then if, I, if I lose him, I get his business card, I throw him in my system, and we retarget him, right? But I got to get him to have an experience. I got to get him to know who I am. I have to get his attention. I need to ask him for an order. I need to try to upsell him more books than one book because he's more likely to read 28 books than he is one. He's going to take one book and just throw it on his bedside. Eh, He's not going to take it serious. 28 books, dude, he's going to take them serious. All right? And he's going to remember me. That's If you want to sell books, that's how you have to think today.
0: What's one surprising way or one surprising thing that's come off the back end of your books that's, that's made you money or that's grown your business that you didn't expect when you first wrote it? Dude,
1: dude I had a guy by the 10X rule call me up and said, Hey, can you be, I'll pay you whatever it takes. Can you be in Scottsdale next uh, two or uh, three Thursdays from now to speak to my, my group? I said, Yeah, dude, it'll be 100. He said, Okay, I'll send you a check tomorrow. One book got me 100K. And while I was in Scottsdale, I saw five other companies while I was there. Um, man, I mean, I could just tell you story after story, you know? Like, the biggest problem with books is I don't get to hear about all the successes. The, the b- even bigger problem is the guy that bought it, that needed it, that didn't read it. I mean, that's my big challenge. What we work on here at my company every day is making sure the people that got it read it. That's why we created Cardone University, okay? Cardone University basically is my books sitting on a virtual platform, but I know when you open the cover. Every person that went in there yesterday, we've had seventeen, uh, over 17 million people served at CardoneU.com. Every person that goes in there, I know when you go in there, when you open it, what you looked at, whether you finished it, and whether you understand it. So as an author of work, by the way, I don't think authors are just book writers. As an author of work, um, I now can, I can better communicate with that audience. How'd you like it? What'd you think of it? How, what can I help you with? I noticed you viewed this particular thing three times. Why is that a problem for you? And I can't do that with a book. You, you buy my book. I, I, I don't know what chapter you're on right now. What are you reading right now? 10X rule? Me, personally? Yeah,
0: yeah. I just finished it. Um, I'm in the middle of a, a book called Decisive.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the guy that wrote Decisive, uh, he, he doesn't know where you're at right now. Do you like it? <laughs> what if he could send you a communication when you hit page 28? How do you like page 28, dude? So when I write a book, man, dude, I, I, I actually write a book. Remember what I said? Write to market. Write to market, write to sell. Don't write to write read. So, like in in the ten x rule, um, um, where, where where did I write? I forget what chapter it is now. Competition is for sissies. Don't be a little b. It's
0: like chapter ten or something. Yeah,
1: yes, chapter ten, exactly, dude. You know, get guess what? I get tweeted almost every day.
0: <laughs> dude, i just read chapter
1: 10 now when i wrote that they didn't want me to put don't be a little bitch in there oh my like, god this is a mistake it's wily. you know we don't we don't really want that. what if jesus hears dude, dude you know bro you, what, 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 you know, I, bro i gotta get people to communicate every day i get people saying i ain't a sissy I know they're reading chapter 10, so you got to figure out little hooks where people can communicate you because we live in a world that's so social, so transparent, man. It's so wonderful, but now i got to get a guy to quit reading the book and find me on Twitter and tweet me. You see what I'm saying? So People need to think big now. Lose your mind to be a great author. That's your title.
0: Got it. All right, final question. Yes, sir. Will we'll be parting tip, parting piece of advice for someone thinking about writing and and publishing their first book who really wants to use that book to grow their sales and their company.
1: Dude, you know, I mean, the simple thing for me to tell you is copy what I'm doing. Just look at what I'm doing. Watch me. Watch me. Everything I do is so transparent. I tell everybody what I'm doing. I have nothing to hide. I, I'm a straight up guy. I don't. I don't tell people. You know. You think I'm bragging? It ain't bragging if it's true, man. That's all I can tell you. You know, there's a handful of guys that are really doing the deal, and they know what they're doing, and they're in the game. You know, there's there's a bunch of guys that have been extremely successful, but they've retired now. They're they're out of the game. They're not doing the game anymore. So the way you wrote a book, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, you know, that, that 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 wouldn't happen again. Okay, I mean, it's just it's not even relevant. I mean, what he did is great. That's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm sure there's something you can learn. Look, Facebook didn't exist then. It's a different world. Look at the people that are playing the game today. Okay? How are they playing the game? There's only a two or three people worth watching. You know who they are. Two or three guys doing the whole deal. There's some guys that are interesting to watch. Wow, man, that's awesome. Oh, she, sure, she's awesome. Right? But, dude, when you look at the rest of it, no products. No products in their store, no revenue.
0: Who are, the, who are the two to three people you're watching?
1: Well, you know, I, I mean, t- you know, just, you know, it's obvious. It's a real deal or it's not a real deal. You know, the question I ask people is how much money did you make last year? I was with a lady in Chicago. I said, How much money did your company make last year? She wants to do business. How much money did your, your company make, with, make? Well, I don't want to tell you that. You told the IRS, didn't you? Yeah, I said, good, then tell me. Because if you don't tell me, we'll never do business together. Because if you can't tell me, it's because you're not making money. Because I'll tell you how much money I made. If I'll tell the I, R, and the S, I'll tell Chandler. (laughs) Okay, dude, hope you enjoyed the interview. Thank
0: you, Grant. (laughs) Thank you.